Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is, What is Stopping You? Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. You want us to have revelation knowledge, your wisdom, and so we can represent you, so we can live in heaven on the earth, so we can do this thing you're calling us to do to be like you and we thank you that you said that when we are gathered in your name you are here in the midst of us and so we just acknowledge you we thank you for your presence and we just thank you that you're teaching us here today we love you and praise you give you all the glory in jesus name amen god is so cool i'm so in love with him he's so exciting and today he wants to know what is stopping you from believing him Isn't that awesome? He wants us to believe him. He said, what is stopping you from believing I can do that thing in your life that you're asking me to do? What's stopping you from believing that? That I can do more for you than you can even ask or think. You know, Ephesians 3.20 says, he is doing a work in us to bring that to pass. I want to read it to you. It says, now in him who by in consequence of the action of his power that at at work his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and to do super abundantly far above all that we dare ask are infinitely beyond our highest prayers desires thoughts hopes and our dreams god wants to do more for you than you're thinking that he can you know, that little thing you're asking him to do, he's going to make that above and beyond what you're asking him. He's going to answer you, plus he goes the extra mile. He's going to give to you more than you can ask or think. Press down, shaking together, and running over is his style. He is. I've had God answer prayers way above what I thought. You know, sometimes it seems like he's taking something away. But after you give it up, He shows you, because I had this for you. I have more for you than you could even imagine. And that's why I asked you to let that go, so I could give you this. You know, God is saying, what is stopping you from believing me? And you know what it is? You know what he said it is? He said it's fear. We're afraid. We're afraid he's not going to do it, or because maybe we don't know him very much, or we're afraid that we can't do it, or we're just afraid. We're living in fear. We're living by how we see, by our senses. We're living by what it looks like instead of taking him at his word. And the reason it's so hard to do that is because we don't spend enough time with him. We don't spend enough time meditating on those promises. Instead, we're fretting and looking at what is. And if we would swap that out, then we could, we could believe that he's going to do more for us than we can ask or think. When you said in his presence and he loves you way beyond what you thought he loved you, when he shows you his plan for your life, when he starts loving you like that, just know that by your faith he's going to bring to pass more than you can ask or think. He's going to heal you plus. He's going to prosper you plus. He's going to give you a job plus. And the job he's going to give you is one you're going to like. It's actually something that he already has planned for you that's already on the inside of you. He has more for you than you can ask or think. But we have to do like him 
and go that extra mile and act it out. Some time ago, I had shattered my kneecap, and you've probably heard the story, so I won't tell it too much again. I'll just tell you some of it. And in that, um, I was asking him, you know, I was telling him, God, I need to run down that road. And you know what he said to me? He said, what's stopping you? And so I got my stuff on and started running down the road, and I got healed. Uh, when I got almost, I was surprised I could run, and when I almost got back to the house, um, the pain went away, the heat went away, it was winter, the swelling went away, I actually had to touch my knee, I was just freaking out. He's so good. That was more than I could ask or think. I didn't have to go to the doctor, I didn't have to wait, I didn't have to have a cast. All I had to do was believe him. And you know, today when he's talking to me about that, he said, you know what you were really afraid of? You were afraid you couldn't run down that road. And so whatever um, faith action that you need to take, it, you know, fear sometimes does come against you. But really, you know, I was thinking this morning, when you get enough word in your heart, when you spend enough time with God, when you, when you just meditate that word, it's like walking through a silk curtain. It, it's easy. But if you're meditating on, I've also done this, meditated on the thing I was afraid of, and meditated and meditated and thought about it, and even took direction according to my fear, it would just get worse and I couldn't do it. And then God, the thing I'm thinking of, God walked me through it because I sat with him every day and started showing me that I was afraid and I was making provision for my fear. So in going the extra mile, you have to make provision for your um, prayer being answered. So by running down that road, even though it seemed really impossible, um, I just started to do it and then I did it. I'm thinking right now of when um, my son, he was born with spina bifida and God encouraged me to get him an electric scooter and he couldn't balance um, because of not being able to feel um, certain parts of his body. And I kind of, at first I walked by the scooter and God said, why not? He's healed. And so I got him the scooter and we struggled a little bit and um, the first day and then the second day he just got on it and took off. He just took off down the road. It was just that he believed he could do it. And that's all it is, is you believing that you can do it and getting rid of the fear. And you get rid of the fear, the false evidence appearing real, if you haven't heard that before, the acronym for fear. And you get rid of that by getting faith. And faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So God is saying to you today, and to me today, I have areas where I don't believe him. You know, his whole, his whole word is the same. You can use it for anything that's a problem in your life. The formula is the same for anything. And I'm really good at believing for healing and then other things I, um, I lack a little bit in. He was teaching me that. I can just believe the same way as I believe for healing. What's stopping you? It's your unbelief. It's your fear that it isn't going to happen and that you're going to make a mistake and you got to get over yourself is kind of what he was saying to me we got to get over ourselves and know that god is god and he's going to do according to your faith
didn't Jesus say that? He said, according to your faith, you have been made well. According to your faith. And so he works according to our faith. And as we read, he is working out the things in you to get you to that place. Sometimes it seems like it takes a long time for something to happen. But if you're listening, he's going to be giving you direction to make that happen. Um, whether you need healing or anything, if you sit with him every day, he's going to give you one gentle direction at a time that will lead to your answer. He's going to recreate you in Christ Jesus. Yesterday we talked about love, and you might just get stuck at love, but you got to love to get the rest of the plan. You have to learn his way of love and know that it's a commandment and his kingdom is about love. So whatever it is, he's working out through you. Um, Ephesians 2.10 says we're recreating Christ Jesus, born in you, and then he puts us on that path that leads to the good life. So he recreates you to be like him, and he puts you on that path. He already knows the things you're going to ask. He already knows what you're asking for, what you're dreaming of. I want to tell you um, a quick testimony. I had quit my job because he told me to quit my job because he had a different job for me to do. And that's a, a whole long story. But anyway, I didn't have the money to get this dog that I wanted, and she was a $1,200 dog. And he gave her to me. He said, I give you the desires of your heart. Those who, those who delight in me, I give the desires of their heart. I didn't even know that scripture was in the Bible. I had to go home and look it up. And sure enough, he gave me a $1,200 dog. And um, it's quite the story. And I'll just tell you a little bit of it. And so um, my brother actually instead got the dog that I wanted. And his dog had babies. And yeah, I was jealous and I had to get over it. And it was a long time coming, and um, he ended up um, saying that he would give me the dog for really cheap. And I said, God, I don't want the dog that way. And God said, just let go of your plan. I have a plan. And later come to find out that she was sick, and they expected her to die, and they were just going to give her to me. And, of course, I brought her home. God told me what was wrong with her. In the night, he named her. Her name is Macy, which is derived from the name Matthew, which means a gift from God. God is so good. That was more than I could ask or think. So I'm doing his work, and he's taking care of me. He wants to say that to you today. He's saying, what's stopping you? You know, maybe he's asking you to um, quit your job and work for him. Maybe he's asking you to walk out on the water in your finances or in your healing and to trust him the key is though you got to hear him for yourself you can't take my word for for anything and apply it to your life what he told me personally is for me and he's going to talk to you personally but you got to give him the time of day you got to make time for him and you have to learn to discern his voice and then he's going to lead you jesus gave his life so the holy spirit partly so the Holy Spirit could come and live on the inside of you and teach you and um, talk to you and so he could guide you. And so take advantage of that when you ask him to come live on the inside of you. If you ever have, he comes and he lives on the inside of you and he, he's going to tell you things to come. He's going to remind you of the things he said. He's going to teach you and guide you into um, the good plan that God has for you. He's going to teach you how to love He's going to teach you how to trust him, 
But it comes by that relationship. So many people think it's a prayer to get to heaven, but it's a relationship. And when you have that relationship with him, then you got it all. He's your source, and he's going to take care of you. And so um, what is stopping you? Do a self-examination and figure it out. What's stopping you? What are you afraid of? You know, and sometimes it's just when you go to God, you feel convicted that you hadn't done something he asked you to do, like to forgive or whatever it is. Get it out of the way and do it and get right with him and then go back to him. And um, Philippians says in Philippians 4, it says, don't fret about anything, but in everything bring your requests to God and um, get that peace. Have a conversation with him. Get that peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, things aren't right now, but I know God is working on it. He's taking care of it for me right now. And then after that, um, it says, then think on these things. Whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report. Thank on. He has more for me than I can ask or think. Super abundantly more for me. He knows what he's doing. He's working through me. He's getting me fixed up so he can get me to the place where I don't lack anything. You know, besides God wanting to give you things, he wants to give you revelation knowledge. He wants to give you his heart. He wants you to be a part of him. He wants to love you, and he wants you to want him. And so he works all that out in you. He shows you his heart. You know, when you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're really getting to know him and care about what he cares about. And, you know, that's what he wants. He really wants a real, real life, tight relationship with you so that you guys can just talk all the time. He can encourage you. He can tell you things to come. He can tell you why it's taking so long what he's working in you, and so much more. God wants to do so much for you, more than you can ask or think. Start meditating that. Stop meditating that you're sick. You know, when I had the shattered kneecap, I was taking care of my mom. I was calling myself healed, and I made provision for my healing. I wasn't making provision for the sickness. You know, sometimes people are sick, and they make provision. They plan around that sickness. And so really they're honoring that. And God is saying, plan around your healing. Plan around by his stripes. You were already healed. Make provision for that healing. Make provision for the thing that I have planned for you to do. Make provision for your prosperity instead of making provision for lack, for doubt. Don't make provision for things that aren't good and lovely and of good report. Make provision for the good that God wants to give you. Plan on it. Plan on it. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. Plan that life. No matter what it looks like, get a tunnel vision for that. And go and serve somebody. Get your mind off yourself. And all of a sudden, before you know it, that thing's going to happen because God, God's law is love. And to love one another is his law. So when you put somebody before you, you're loving, and that's the whole law. And then you'd be surprised how much good is going to start happening to you. And you know, God has a good plan for your life, and he wants to show you that. But the foundation is to love. Just let him fix you up. Let him correct you and show you his good way of love. 
And when you love, you're never going to be happier, you know. Some people like to love themselves with all their heart, all their soul, and all their mind, but they will be miserable. You will be miserable if it's just about you. And so anytime you can ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, Revelation says that he's knocking at the door of your heart, and you can invite him in, and then he's going to come in, he's going to dine with you, he's going to teach you, he's going to take your relationship with him seriously, and um, show you the way. And your part is to hear the word, he is his word, to worship him and honor him and obey him. And then he's going to start showing himself to you, and then it just gets better and better from there. So anytime, anytime you can ask him to come live on the inside of you, and he will. You know, you, you can put on some worship music um, right now and get on your knees and, and just make it a really cool thing. Light a candle and ask him to come and live on the inside of you. Or you can just, um, if you were serving him or in a wrong way, you can just recommit or you can just pray with me right now. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you love us and you want to live on the inside of us and we're just inviting you. In Revelation, you said that you're knocking on the door of our heart and so we're asking you to come in to teach us, to guide us, to help us to be faithful to you, to help us to know you and have understanding. We love you, we praise you, we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He's so beautiful. He's so cool. And if you prayed that prayer, he came in. And um, if you ask him favors, he's going to give them to you. And then just commit. Just commit to do his word, to read the word and do it and give him time. You have to give him time. You have to devote time to him. And the more time you give him, the bigger he's going to be in your life. And so thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.